0: Hello and welcome to the Catholic Duluth Show. The Catholic Duluth Show is a parish community podcast serving the parishes of Saint Lawrence and Holy Family in Duluth, Minnesota. My name is Daniel Roda, and I will be your host. And with me, I have Father Ryan Moravitz. How are you doing today, Father? I, I'm doing pretty good. Um, it's been a kind of a full morning
1: um, with yeah. masses and then uh, the staff meeting and uh, a number of other things. So, but we, you know, woke up early this morning to a very um, surprise email. Sometimes we get surprise news. Yeah. So we got the news this morning, um, bright and early, that Father Peter Mewich is now Bishop-elect Peter Mewich of the Diocese of Rapid City. So we want to wish him well and, you know, let him know of our prayers for him as he enters into um, a new part of his vocation. Yeah. A new part of his calling. Um, And so, yeah, the Holy Father um, chose him to take on the diocese of Rapid City. So, I do believe it's the first diocesan priest from Duluth who's been made a bishop.
0: Okay, cool. Um,
1: and I think with that note too, he's the first Iron Range born and raised bishop. Um, I do believe. I don't know of anybody else. Maybe way back, but I don't. I don't think there was. I think okay. So it's kind of a historic day for us, just as a diocese, that one of our diocesan priests is becoming a bishop. And so we just, you know, congratulations to Bishop-elect Mewich. And I know there's a lot of people um, throughout the diocese that will miss him. You know, and it also means for us that we just lost a pastor.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Uh, We just lost another priest. Oh, no. (laughs) But we'll be fine. Uh, We'll figure it out. Um, Just reminds us of the need for vocations, too. And we really are. We're, We're spread thin, and now we're even spread thinner. Cause we just lost a, a pastor as well um, but to good circumstance yeah um, so we're really excited for Bishop Peter and uh, I think whenever there's an announcement of a new bishop it's always a, a surprise and yeah. so and they they announced those in Rome usually at noon or just afternoon and so that's when it hits the news here mm-hmm. as early in the morning um, on any given day so yeah see. that's cool yeah so it'll be really cool to have have an exciting to day for the diocese and certainly for Bishop Peter. Um, Bishop Black Peter and um, yeah, excited for him and excited for Rapid City and
0: mm-hmm. yeah, you know. and I think especially during like all this, everything that's going on, it's just nice to have like oh this is like really cool. Yeah. So I'm like good news. You yeah,
1: know? it's good news and like
0: we're we're still like you know
1: doing stuff. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So. The church,
0: the church does go on. Yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. So, um, well, do you want to open us with the with yeah. the prayer? Let's pray in the
1: name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father God, you who um, established amongst your people, priests prophets and kings we praise and we glorify you and we thank you for the gift of your son Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus you who are priest prophet and king the fulfillment of it all and you who fully act uh, in the human nature uh, as priest, prophet and king we praise and glorify you uh, in your divine nature and in, in who you are Lord we just thank you and we just ask that we can come to a an even more full understanding of how we, Proclaim, celebrate, and live um, as part of your body and according to our call in life. So, Lord Jesus, we just ask for your blessing and anointing upon our conversation, upon all those who will listen this week, and uh, yeah, ab- upon our community in these days. And in a, in a special way, too, we ask for your blessing upon Bishop Muich. That You would bless him as he makes a, a big change and transition in his life. And we pray for his Diocese of Rapid City. Um, And we ask that you would send us also a shepherd swiftly. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.
0: Amen. Amen. Great. Thanks, Father. Yeah. Um, Well, anything uh, big going on this week?
1: You know, uh, yeah, a number of different things. Um, So um, Wednesday nights um, for the next three weeks, we're going to be doing at 7 p.m. through the St. James Facebook page, but we'll also be setting up watch parties on Catholic Duluth Facebook, my personal Facebook page. Um, we're gonna kind of have a conversation with people online. Uh, Father Richard Kunst, myself, and Father Drew Braun, and uh, jump on from seven to eight p.m. on Wednesday night, and we'll generate some conversation amongst ourselves and talk about different things. But we're gonna be have a moderator too, who's watching the screen and throwing comments and questions at us that we can respond to and talk about. So, Father, this kind of started from Father Rich um He was doing an apologetics night on Wednesday nights, and then also I've been doing these noon updates where I'm able to interact with people and talk about stuff. And so we kind of we're bringing it all together, the three of us, and we're also good friends and we have a lot of fun. So it's there should be a few laughs and some fun with it too. So, so that'll be Wednesday night, 7 p.m. starting this week, and we're going to do it at least for the next three weeks. Um, We continue to plan and look forward to um, hopefully being able to welcome some people back to mass um, starting as early as next week, and then Memorial Day weekend, so we've been planning for that. We'll be sending out mailings and stuff with lots of information. Um, We're doing this as as safe as we can. This is something that came from the bishops, you know, of Minnesota, and and that would include Father Bissonette, who's our administrator, um, to begin planning and preparing for this. And so that's what we've been doing. And so we wanted to engage in that conversation as a staff, a team, and then start including, you know, the larger parish in that that information and whatnot. So, that's what we're working towards. Um we know where there's lots of people at lots of different places in terms of what do we do now? Um in terms of what are next steps as we go through the, all of this. And um you know, it's okay wherever you're at and how you feel and what you think. I just want to say that like we're all at different places. None of us have been through this before and it's it's in many ways a confusing time. Um but there are dynamics of uncertain levels. We got to we got to do some things. And so that seems to be the direction that we're we're moving. And so we're still going to livestream masses, and uh, there's still not an obligation to the Sunday mass. That's still a dispensation that's being granted, and will for probably quite a while here. Um, but we're taking these steps, and we're being asked to do this by our bishop. So I'm, you know, doing that. Um, but we're going to do it in a, the safest way possible. We're we're going to follow the guidelines that are handed on down to us, and. Yeah, we've got everything kind of being set up so there'll be a mailing, we'll continue to talk about it, communicate it, etc. Uh other than that, just our normal normal kind of going ons here in this time of, you know, stay at home and whatnot. So Yep. So yeah. Good. Am I forgetting anything?
0: I think. Um, I don't think so. I don't think so either. That was good. Good, clear, concise. Good job.
1: More or less concise, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, uh today we're gonna be talking about um. Kind of the, the third part in our series that we've been doing on uh, priest, prophet, and king, the three moon the three offices of Christ. Um, and, uh,
1: you know, this 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 conversation, sorry to interrupt yeah, you there, Dan. Yeah. please. Really gave me food for um, my homily this past Sunday. Yeah, I
0: know. I was, it's almost like a four part series.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was so great because it was pre homily. I was like, you know, really, we all share in this according to our baptism. And to be able to just reflect in that homily about, you know, moms participate in these roles in unique ways, you know. And Mm -hmm. if they're united to Christ in prayer as they're doing the things that moms do, they're participating in the action of Christ, you know. Uh, So anyways. Yeah. Yeah, I've appreciated this conversation.
0: Yeah, and uh, it's been cool to to talk about, kind of right away we talked about, like, what does it kind of mean? What's the historical significance? and. Kind of how that led into identity and then talking about like, what does that just mean for us as people, as Christians? What does that mean for us? Um,
1: it, it, and it's such a, it's Catholicism is saturated with these three concepts. Mm-hmm. It is everywhere once you know about it and you're attentive to it. You can see priest, prophet, and king all over the place. I was, I was just an example of the catechism is proclaim, celebrate, live. That's, that's prophet, Priest, King, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's those roles. Um, it's it it is those roles of, of teaching and praying and leading. I think is what we used that that, that first episode. Maybe we yeah. we use some of that language, and um, it, it's just everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's it's symbolic and almost everything Catholic. So
0: yeah. And uh, last week we talked a lot about um, how things tie into, or at least we kind of mentioned how they tie into the Mass, and. Today, we're going to be kind of diving more into that as we kind of bring this series to a close with um, just kind of talking about some different parts of the Mass, um, the Mass in general, and how these these themes show themselves and kind of how we can participate in the Mass using these, these different offices. So um, I think, I guess maybe we should just start with talking about the actual parts of the mass, yeah, and kind of define them a little bit. Okay, tell me about it. So, well, we start off the mass with, um, well, ac- actually, maybe let's start here. How many parts of the mass are there?
1: Well, it depends on how you break it down. Um, there's two primary parts of the mass, right? Correct. Liturgy of the Eucharist, or liturgy of the word, and liturgy of the Eucharist, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but technically, go ahead. <laughs> But technically there's a third part to the mass. And what is that? Uh, the mass. Right? What do you mean the mass? Um, so I I've I guess depending on how we define it and I right? I No, I'm, because I'm, there's lots of ways to break this down but no I'm I'm I'm, I'm reaching back into yep, into do, my do it. my memory but from what I have been told is that the 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 third part of the mass is basically the very end the last Line of the mass, which is the the sending forth, right? So when you or the deacon will say, "Mass is ended, go in peace." Um, but actually, that act of sending forth is called like the like we get the word mass from
1: that. S T S or something.
0: Yeah, from from that line. Yeah. So it's kind of like I, I've heard it kind of joked about like when you say, um, "Should we go in like? Should, do you want to go to mass with me?" It's basically saying, "Hey, do you want to go to?" You want to go and see some ending credits, yeah? And I guess we'll watch the movie. Like, but that's where like the word "mass" comes from—the sending forth, yeah—the go forth, yeah, right? Yeah.
1: So that there's that that final part of okay, now go, which mm-hmm. Jesus does, right? Jesus does that with the apostles, right? He's like, yeah. go now, go do this, go live this out in the world, right?
0: So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, I, I, when I learned that, I was like, oh, that's a, a really interesting, yeah. So. Um, so, yeah, there's kind of three parts of the Mass, which lines up pretty well with the three offices.
1: Yeah. Right? Because that's what we, we do. We do see the three offices in, in these parts, right?
0: Yeah. Because we start off with the Liturgy of the Word, which you, know, you could probably guess would be um, working out of the the prophetic office, right? You know, that's where we we learn and we hear the Word.
1: Um, and the word is necessary. Like it's so necessary. Yeah. Um, if you look at any of the sacraments as well, it really—they sh- all do start off, even if it's just minimal, with some proclamation of the word. Yeah. You know. Yeah.
0: Um. So, so yeah. So there's, you know, there's that one, and then going into the liturgy of the Eucharist, which is kind of working out of the the priestly office. Yep. You know, we kind of talked about that last week with um kind of offering sacrifice offering prayer um and then you kind of get into that third part of the mass um the sending forth which would be the announcements uh, (laughs) 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 that that's father ryan's fourth part of the mass is announcements (laughs) takes
1: just as long as the other two do (laughs)
0: Uh, but uh the, the sending forth would be the the kingly office right um and kind of, you know, as, like, a leader of um, a group of people or, like, a nation or something, you know, would would send send them out, you know, send forth, uh, go into the world. Um, yep. Yeah, so.
1: It's, um, it, you know, I always use that, uh, come back to the example of the catechism and the mass is structured well, as the catechism is structured. The catechism is structured as the mass is structured, really, um, because there's the proclamation of the faith, right? So you think about the liturgy of the word, it does. It includes a reading from the Old Testament, the Psalms, New Testament, the Gospels. So we're hearing salvation history proclaimed, right, the yeah. Word of God. But then there's also what comes after that. I mean, there's the homily, right? So that ties into the Word.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What comes after that? right? What's right after the homily? Is
0: so it prayers of the faithful? No, on Sunday. On Sunday?
1: Oh, come on, Dan.
0: Oh, um... Think, think,
1: think, think. Everybody's screaming in their cars right now. It's Dan, the, it's like, the
0: gifts or something? no.
1: So I get done with my homily, I go sit down and then I stand up. Yeah. We all stand up.
0: <laughs> you know this. <laughs> I know I'm going I'm going to the thing. people
1: are in their cars are laughing or at home. I'm if they're listening through... to this right now, they're like, Dan.
0: There's probably some people going like, Oh yeah, what comes next? I don't know, it's not coming to me. I Oh the uh the
1: Creed? The Creed. There we go. Right? So You know, the creed is part of that proclamation of of being prophetic, of professing the creed and speaking the creed, right? So we we proclaim that. So the first part of the catechism is about God's divine revelation through sacred scripture and sacred tradition, right? And then that it's interpreted through the magisterium, magisterium role of the church, right? And then that is expressed in the creed. So this is what we believe. So the you know the catechism breaks down the creed so first and foremost we come to know the truth right
0: mm-hmm.
1: and we talked earlier our last week about that prophetic role as part of it, its knowing it right in knowing it we we speak it you know it's spoken it's it's spoken out it's proclaimed and so the scriptures and the creed so one of the beautiful things about this prophetic role that we see at the mass is we we are we have sacred scripture and sacred tradition being proclaimed because right, the creed really is the yeah. part of the, the sacred like tradition verbal but verbal history
0: or yeah, yeah yeah
1: so it's it's the proclamation of the word does come through because the word is not just the Bible for us right if you will mm-hmm. um, and, and so that's like a whole nother I don't want to open a can of worms but it's just important to recognize that that we proclaim the truth of God and God's plan for us through the scriptures and through then our proclaimed belief in the creed we see the early church do this, obviously, right? So that's that prophetic role that's being played out at the Mass. Um, Sometimes we just think it's, well, it's just, you know, it's sitting there listening. You know, no, it's it's a full proclamation of it. But from what we believe about who God is and his plan for us, that causes us to have to act and we celebrate that, right? So the next part of the Catechism is about the celebration of what we believe. That happens through the liturgy and the sacraments, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So that moves us. We move from the, the prophetic, like hearing and proclaiming, to now we have to act on this. And this is what, in many ways, uh, you know, it's it's very uniquely Catholic because of how the Mass is set up. And it's not just about coming and listening to a good sermon, and I, I'm on my way. And it's not about what I can get out of Mass as much as it. What am I giving at Mass too? Especially as we step into that Eucharistic part, because now we offer in this truth that we've heard. In this truth that we've proclaimed and that we believe, we go into celebration and into worship and offering God thanks, ultimately. We do that through the Eucharist and the Eucharistic way because Jesus did that, right? And we see the Jewish people do that as well, right? So it's, I mean, it's rooted in that covenant nature of God speaking to the people, but then he calls them to, to worship and to offering. And so the priestly role then comes into play as we we bring forth the gifts, Right. The people offer the gifts. You know, you think of the bread and wine being brought forward, like, and the money, the money you put in to the basket pays for the bread and the wine that are going to be offered and be transformed into the body and blood of Jesus, right? So, I mean, there's this whole beginning part of that, too, that your priestly role, too, is in providing for that, you know? And so as you provide for the church, you're participating in this priestly role because it's, it's your offering. You know, you're bringing it forward. And obviously, we know that it, we we go into the whole Eucharistic role, and it's the priest is leading the prayer, you know, and the people are to be united with him in it, yeah. And so it's it's a it's a celebratory worship prayer role that's priestly mm-hmm. in the mass. So I get fired up about this stuff. So <laughs> you got to just be like, okay, Father, let's move on <laughs> to the next thing. Um, sometimes, right? So. And then obviously yeah. once we've received this and we've participated and made ourselves one with the offering because when we receive communion we become one with the priest and victim Jesus Christ so we become one with this offering and now having heard and celebrated the beautiful truth of who God is and his plan for us we're sent forth mm-hmm. you know and like you said just like a king would send forth people into you know into the world with the message of the kingdom or the, or the action, whatever that action is, um, you know, we're sent out then as well. So,
0: yeah. So that's a cool, um, kind of, yeah, just way a new way that we can, you know, look at the mass and as we're participating in that, kind of see the, see the, the different parts be like, okay, yeah, I'm living out, you know, my prophetic office. I'm living out my kingly, priestly office. um, Yeah, they're doing this. So it is
1: every time we, we go to, to mass and we go forth from mass. We're living out our baptismal call.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, it is the source and summit; is the primary way that we live out our baptismal grace.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: It's it's such a it's it's good to realize that, and I think be conscious of it because it, it'll change the experience at Mass if you if you take it on that way. You know. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. So I want to change the direction a little bit. Okay. And talking about, I still don't have a good word for this, but talking about the the furniture in mass that, that that we use sacred furnishings the sacred furnishings that's the right word I, I, I there's think, a word for it it's sacred yeah i'm trying to think of it in the
1: missal i don't is there a missal in here in the library
0: know, there might be
1: it's in the documents i think it's sacred furnishings okay i think but anyways and
0: and and you know talking about the the three main ones that we use in the mass and how they you know help us to live out these roles of the mass. Yep. So I guess kind of starting again with the prophetic part, we have the ambo. Yep. Right? That that's where whenever where, wherever the word is proclaimed, it's from the ambo. Yep. Um and then the going to um the altar, right? So the, the altar would be the 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 priestly role the priest's furnishings. And then we also have um, the chair. Well, well, yeah, what would that be called? Uh, Father Ryan's chair.
1: Well, it's the presider's chair. It's the one who leads. It's the leader's chair. Mm -hmm. And it it does take on that symbolic role of leadership. You know, last week we talked about serving, you know, how does Jesus, how does Jesus practice his kingly role? It's through service. So it's it's the one who's leading through service that sits in it, and so it's the it it's the main presider's chair, the one who leads um, has the chair there. So it is very symbolic of Jesus, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. And it, I, I, you know, I I think that they too show like, yeah, you know, us living out that office, and um, but also really connected to to Jesus while we're living out those, because you know, he he did all those, you know, yep. he he led he sacrificed and he preached so it's just cool to especially in the mass um where we kind of unite ourselves to him to do that on all three levels right
1: yeah and you know so when you when you do go into a church i mean traditionally a church is set up so those three are very very distinct you know and so when you walk in you know there is you, you can say there's priest prophet and king in the sanctuary so these three offices of christ are being acted on, are being fulfilled, are being done here. You know, so we're we are doing the ministry of Jesus Christ, and we can see it visibly in these three things that we have in the sanctuary. You know, um, like you said, the ambo, the altar, and the chair. They're they're so important to to our understanding and our 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 worship. So here's the thing, right? So we pray what we believe, and we believe what we pray. Okay. Um, so our faith and what we believe is to be found in our prayer. So really somebody, if they just spend time studying how we pray, they will know our theology. So in everything we do in prayer is is it's theological, it's represented. So that is also like why how a church is set up should scream our theology out. When you walk into a Catholic church, it should scream theology at you. So you don't need to read a book or know anything. You should start to grasp it on some levels, right? And obviously there's different levels based on whatever knowledge you do have. But everything we have and do is symbolic and rooted so symbolically in what what's in Scripture, right, in sacred tradition. So um, you shouldn't walk into a, a Catholic church, to be honest, and not very distinctly see these three things because they very much are the, the, the focus of our, of how we participate in the death and resurrection of Jesus. Cause he's priest, prophet and King in that, in doing that. So, yeah. um, yeah, it's, I, I just love it so much. It's one of those things like when we get talking on this topic, I just love the symbolism in Catholicism,
0: uh, in all these different ways, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I have something written down here, um, which kind of brings us to the last part of today's episode. So, it's, so uh, the quote here is, uh, "Jesus is the prime minister, and therefore all ministries are meant to manifest one of the munera and reflect Christ." Yeah. So
1: everything everything that is done ought to reflect that. So. Um, and so that's everything from, you know, reading the readings to proclaiming the creed to everything we do surrounding the altar. Um, and even like music, for instance. Mm-hmm. Music needs to be seen as sharing in these these roles, right? Yeah. So music should lead us into worship, and that worship should be based on the, the proclamation. Yeah. So the words of our songs are important.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like They're I mean, prophetic. They're prophetic. And so... Th-
0: Or they need to be prophetic.
1: They need to be prophetic. Because not all songs are are really prophetic. I mean, in a sense of like in line with what we we believe. Mm -hmm. So they need to be prophetic. So we're not just going to sing, you know, some country tune or some love tune that we heard in a movie, you know. Because, no, it it needs to be prophetic and then lead us towards prayer so that as we sing, we're participating in the priesthood of Jesus Christ that we all share in. So... You know, um, you can even think of like how we how we dress. You know, I mean there, that's a whole nother topic too. But even how how people come dressed for mass. Are you coming dressed as priest, prophet, and king? Mm-hmm. And it's it's not it's just are you coming dressed to participate in those roles? You know, um, it's something to think about. You know, because it's not yeah. just like well I'm. It's changing the mindset of, I'm not, you know, I'm coming to Mass just to, like, you know, see my friends, you know? Like, well, that's good, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's fine. But we're coming to Mass to participate in these three important offices of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And to give ourselves in those, and to give of ourselves in those. Um, I think that that's huge.
0: Yeah. And, and, I mean, thinking for, like, some of the more, like, kind of, like, ministries, whether you're, you know, an usher or a greeter. Or, um, you know, Eucharistic minister or something like that. You know, you can, you know, you can th- think of that. Like, yeah, I'm actually coming here. I'm, you know, obviously I'm coming to mass. I'm going to uh, live out all of these offices. But today I get to expect, like, especially do this one by, you know, being a greeter. I get a, you know, I would probably say that's maybe a, like kingly. Yeah, I would say it's a kingly office. role. The, that's, the, that's the gathering
1: of the people Yeah. and the sending forth of the people is mm-hmm. the kingly role. So even the beginning of mass didn't say this earlier, but even the gathering is is a part of the mass. So I always asking people, when does mass yeah. start? And it starts at the sign of the cross. Starts with this opening song. I was contend the mass starts when you start to leave your house and come to church because it it begins with the gathering of the people. And mm-hmm. so, if you're an usher, you know one of the kingly roles is to gather the people around, right? yep. <laughs> to lead them toward worship. And so,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, it's you know it's something that you know everywhere um and it, it, it's cool too you know everywhere all over the world you know people are uh you know coming to mass and living out uh their baptism yep. by participating in the mass with these three offices that's right so uh it's just you know hopefully there's something in these last three episodes that you can <laughs> yeah hopefully it's enhanced the you know the experience of Cling on to and 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 as we you know as we Eventually return to masses in whatever form that is um, that we can uh, that I guess that that we all can live them out especially. Yep. Good. Thanks. Any any closing thoughts or No, thanks for bringing up this topic. It's one that's
1: always been a big passion of mine, and from the time of theology school, is this whole proclaim, celebrate, live, priest, prophet, king, yep. dynamic that we are as Catholics. So great. I, lo- I love this conversation. So glad you brought it up, Dan. And. We really gave it some
0: time, so. Yeah, yeah, good. Well, uh, thank you all for listening. We hope you're all doing well, and we will talk to you next week.
1: May God bless you, and may Jesus Christ be praised.